0: Hey, it is Crouchman here on this wonderful, sunny spring day training, Wednesday temperatures about 70 degrees. We're excited today to talk to Junior Spivey, former D-back and perennial Second baseman. He'll be joining us here in about 10-15 minutes as we talk a little baseball here in the valley with spring training coming to a close. But you know, the, the one thing also with junior and a lot of these athletes is it, it's actually what their mindset is, what they are going through. You know, many people in the business world talk about, well, I have to, you know, learn my scripts and learn dialogues and learn you know, go to training, you know, I'm a professional, why do I have to do it? Well, you you take a look over the last four or five weeks in the spring training, here are athletes, I mean, highly tuned, you know, highly paid, quite frankly, uh, athletes uh, coming out for spring training and still going through some of the basics on how to catch and how to throw and strategies, and oftentimes in the business world, we believe that we kind of graduate and can get away from it, and yet you have veterans have been playing in the league, you know, 10, 15 years, still coming out to spring training. So it's it's really interesting. It's exciting to see the commitment level of, of the young athletes still honing their skills. And, of course, a lot of that comes from coaching and consulting, right? I'm not so sure they have much of a choice in the matter. And so when you cross over to the business world, one of the questions I have for you might be, well, who in the world is your coach? You know, who is your Consultant Who is not making it an option for you to learn scripts and dialogues or be better at your profession? I mean, if you take a look, at, let's say the last year, in your business or your, your job, whether or not you're self-employed or, or an employee, what have you done to be better at your business? What audio tapes or CDs did you listen to? What books are you reading? Where are you potentially making a difference to be better at your profession? And oftentimes we look at that and go, whoa, that's scary, like a scary time frame, because, you know, I'm not so sure that we do spend a lot of time. I mean, is it one class a year? Is it two classes a year? Is it uh, maybe one uh, lecture or seminar? And, and so we begin to look up and say, man, oh, man, oh, man, I'm not doing much to be better. And then we wonder why in the world our careers are exactly where they are. And we discover we're not doing anything to get better. We're not doing anything to be smarter, more efficient, more effective in our current station in life, whether, again, a job or potentially a self employed relationship. And we see this also in you know self employed guys who are going, you know, going to clinics or going to, you know, some of the various trainings that are offered out there, uh that they are committed to it. But but oftentimes we just neglect it. And again, spring training always reminds me of that because every year uh, we see spring training. You know, football we have it, right, with preseason and, and preseason football as well. But in baseball you know, here in the valley, it is just ever, ever, ever so clear. Because we talk about, you know, in the business world, having good, stable models to work for And then throw in some creativity and how to take those stable models and maybe better them, like bettering our best. And that's always a fun thing to do. But it's tough oftentimes because a lot of times in the business world, we want to be creative first. Let's try to reinvent the wheel. Let's try to do something that's never been done before. And we get creative and we get a little unstable as a result of that. And so if we're unstable from Jump Street at the beginning of this process, then the odds are that our models and our systems are going to be unstable as well. Spring Training brings it up to me and says, here we go yet again. Come in, baseball players. Let's do the fundamentals. Let's have systems and models in place. Again, here's how you catch that ball. Again, here's how you throw that ball. Right? A lot of these basics, which is pretty exciting in that respect. So as we look towards your business and your world, you know, we have to say, what in the world are we doing to be better at what we do? And do we have some creativity in our world? And are they based on some good, solid models? And oftentimes, not so much. We're not doing our training, and we're wondering why in the world we're not being as successful as we, in fact, could be. And a lot of times we say, it's the market's fault. It's my environment. It's the way that I was brought up. It was my parents. It was my my siblings, and my brother didn't give me this opportunity, and uh, this boss was a bad person. You know, oftentimes, we call it a little victim, you know, little victim discussions there, as to why we can't do things. And when you hear stories and talk to folks that have been through tremendous adversity in their worlds, you realize they have to take ownership of their current situation. And when they do that, then clarity becomes, you know what, something pretty much in the forefront of their mind. They take ownership of the situation and they own it. You know what I mean? So it's always a tough situation when we look at some of that stuff. And if they own it, then they can deliver it. You know, it's sort of, you know, in our our world, in the business world, it's to have careers worth having, businesses worth owning, and, of course, lives worth living. And when you have those lives worth living, it makes a big, significant difference. As the way we look at things. So in just a few moments, we'll talk to Junior Spidey, who played in the big leagues for, for quite some time and really enjoyed it. Had a stellar career, one of the first draft picks out of uh, the D-backs camp. And, you know, at the end of the day, pretty, pretty exciting stuff going on. So hopefully we'll talk with him here in just a few moments. As he's wrapping up some uh some spring training issues and having some fun there i you know i was I was wondering though the other day on some some truths, if you will, and you know you look at some of the ball players out there are athletes, and kind of kind of one of the things is be happy with with what you have while you're pursuing that that you want right another way of looking at it is is being happy. Uh, and discontent at the same time, almost a simultaneous situation there. And it's kind of our nature to be moving and progressing oftentimes on some kind of a course. So that's why we always talk about it's important to know where and what you're doing. Because once you do that, you can improve your position, and then oftentimes you can improve your condition as well. So that's a critical state, kind of being happy with what you have, while pursuing that in which you want. Satisfaction oftentimes isn't always, you know, it's not really a state, you know. Um, it's, it's almost, it's almost a passing experience. You know, it's that feeling and that attitude about yourself, about your life, your experiences. While you're moving closer to some predetermined goal or oftentimes, you know, I'll, I'll use the word expectations, right? We're flipping that goal around and saying it's not really a goal, but it's what I expect in life. It's what I expect to accomplish. And sort of that, just kind of accepting that your capacity to achieve, I mean, we, it's really unknown. I mean, it's an unlimited Ability to learn. The only thing that really happens is you stop committing to learn. Uh, We use words like being learning-based. And oftentimes we stop becoming learning-based. And as a result, we stop learning or we start going backwards, for lack of a better word. Most of us out there, don't really know what we want, <laughs> but we're pretty certain that we don't have it. Oftentimes, right? And so that's the tough one, getting that clarity. Um, I almost think of of your life as this state of continued becoming, with this goal in front of you, um, and it's not behind you. So pretty exciting with that respect, and. And life is, you know, not a dress rehearsal. This is the only one that we have. This is all we have right now. So we have to do it. And we have to make it happen. Boys out there in spring training today, they're looking up and saying, this is my moment and this is my time. And you know, we talk about the veterans out there training uh, and honing their skills and kind of rebrushing up. But you have a lot of youngsters out there trying to make the squad, and they are given they're all because they believe this is their time, their chance, and they're doing everything they can and are grateful for spring training to make that squad. You know, the question is, what are you doing now back in your business? I mean, are you are you treating it like a veteran because you've been employed for 15 years and kind of just going through the rig and roar or in fact are you giving it your all like a rookie trying to make the squad? You know, are you, are you leaving nothing on the office floor, right? I mean, you're, you're giving it your all. You're taking it all. You're doing it all because this is your spring training. This is your time to make the squad. You know, two different points of view, two different perspectives, that's for sure. But I will tell you this. I mean, it requires more energy to keep, keep you, the human potential, under wraps than it does to relax and go into this this active energy, for lack of a better word. And that's critical, guys. I and mean, that's critical in your world. We talk about if you don't know where you're going, how do you know where you're going to get there? And, you know, critical. There's some critical stuff going on there, my guys. But right, it's for doggone sure. And so, as we look at this day and this is wonderful spring training time for Ann, are you a veteran or are you a rookie trying to make the squad? And that is the key right there, isn't it? So we talked a little bit about some models, and you know, probably one of the things that sticks most is that most successful people, we see them athletes as well, um, they have some sort of successful modelers. Now in the, in the sports world, we we'll them coaches. In the business world, we might call them mentors, but they—you know—starts out as a successful model or somewhere in their world. And, and if we look at a model, I mean, it's a pattern of something that—you know—it's something to be made. It's an example. It—it it serves as—as as, think of it this way sort of just something that you can imitate, that you can emulate, right? Um, and, and so the first thing is if I look at a model, I say, what is it that I want to then emulate, right? And, and the truth is that we know success leaves clues. Uh, and in fact, uh, so does failure. So when people, uh, athletes in particular, we see this, right? When they produce at a high, high level, of success at something, when they're doing it, whether it's throwing that baseball, fielding, they're doing some very specific things to produce those results. Yeah, we see this with hitters too, right? They're doing some very specific things to hit the ball. Now, the same applies to failures, And, and so it applies to the business world, and so it applies in your personal world, Right? some have very successful family units out there, right? Well, they're doing very specific things to ensure that that family unit is put together, while others are not doing things and we see some failures occurring. In the business world, we see some folks that are very successful in spite of the economy, right? In spite of what's going on out there, they're still making a profit. And that's because they're holding to what? Some very specific models and again, miles to find is something that we're we're serving to emulate, something that we can can uh, imitate, right? It's something that is repeatable and something that gives us some predictable results. So, you know, one of the real truths in life is that that we have to understand that people have lived before us. You know, uh, you know, the first habit of self-discipline. Uh, we talk a little bit, a little bit in, in, uh, in some of our Keller Williams uh, teachings and we're so thankful that Gary Keller uh, brought them to light of uh, these models of excellence in all areas of your life right? that are truly important to you. Right? So you have to pursue the models of excellence in not one, two, three areas of your life but in all of the areas that are truly important to you. You see, it's not, uh, look at it this way. Results don't produce results. Actions produce results. Success or failure. Success or failure, now stay with me, on something that's not the result of results, but the results of the actions that you have taken. Man, oh man, we should dim the lights, put a little incense, kind of relax on that statement. Right? It is not, results on results. It's actions that have produced those results that we're looking at. I mean, so, you know, one way of looking at it, I mean, I remember Tony Robbins talking about this, right? You know, his whole thing on modeling is the pathway to excellence. The movers and the shakers of the world are often professional modelers, you know, and he's written several books on that, right? People who have mastered the art of learning everything they can be. By following other people's experiences rather than their own, right? And that was out of his his, his unlimited powers book, right? So pretty powerful stuff, right there. Again, we we'll go back to who are you modeling? We tie back into spring training and say, well, who in the world, uh, you know, who who are they emulating? What are they trying to learn? What models and systems are they putting in place to be better ball players? And then, of course, it comes back to you what systems and models are you putting into your business to become better at what you want, right? So the first thing is deciding that that's what you want. You can do all the research you want. If you want to be a better realtor, you want to be a better uh, doctor, lawyer, it's okay, you know, oftentimes to suspend our needs to understand every single aspect of a new model that we're trying to take on, right? It's actually time, though, to implement and make something happen. See, until you implement and have real success with your model, until you do that, the whole creativity, um, you know, it's actually in denial. You need to take action and then make sure you like those actions and then move forward with it. So you have to have very specific expectations. Of things that you want in your life, right? And, and once we do that, guys, then we're off to the main. I mean, we're we're off to the races with it, and we're back to that whole phrase of that your state, you know, in 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 being this consciousness. Your life is that you're in a state of continued becoming. And when we look at it in that respect, you say, "Wow, that makes sense." That makes a lot of sense. And I take it back to your business and I say, so what are you doing in your business or in your job, right? What are you doing to be better at that and what you seek? And oftentimes that that scares us, doesn't it? That scares us just a little bit. It scares us because, you know, we understand that there's a couple different ways of getting better at something, You know, there's, there's, you know, Actually, there's you know a couple steps actually, and uh, uh, there's ten steps to 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 really some having some experiential learning. And the first thing is we can read about it. We can read about how, how to become a better uh, father, better spouse, better businessman, better ball player. We can read about it and uh, and talk about it. Uh, you, we can attend lectures on on that very process and and have somebody uh, you know explain the process. You could actually have some discussions on it. and and talk about this right in an open forum uh you can actually have what's called some participation right some participatory you know relationships as it relates to that very specific topic and then drive it right into some you know case studies i mean let's see what others have done on those systems and on those models and then there's this whole thing between role modeling and role playing right and 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 role modeling is is letting me show you how to do it and then and then showing others how to do it in this role playing you know we're trying to do it with others working around you so role play I'm doing it uh you know uh, for the benefit of others when i'm role modeling I'm in it When I'm doing it role, role playing is others are watching it and then this this is kind of this structured experience right the structured experience of you doing it with me and then of course now it's back into personal practice of course we talk about the highest level of of really learning is is doing and teaching it right it's going and doing it we say the highest level of mastery is actually going out and teaching it and so again back in your profession can you go teach your profession I mean have you mastered your profession and oftentimes, we come back and say, uh yeah, well, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. And we often say, so what are you doing to get better at your profession? Again, what what CDs, what podcasts, what lectures, what reading material are you instilling in your mind? You know, and oh, by the way, it, it also comes down to who you're hanging out with too, right? Who's mm-hmm. around you? We talked a little bit about last week on, you know, the 16 traits of an effective leader. We talked a little bit about the productivity-specific environment, you know, or this environment that surrounds you. You know, is that environment supporting your goals? Right? If I want to be a better father, a better better athlete, am I surrounding myself with the proper role models? Am I in spring training as a vet, as a retiree, or, or am I... Looking at my profession as a rookie, trying to make the squad. that's always a big thing right very, very big thing, and again um oftentimes we we look back on this and say we don't do it we're 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 almost approaching our our profession or or our our family unit if we're a mother father uh just sort of passe we're not being proactive with it right we're not being we're not being on the pathway of self mastery in the key areas in our life right because we know this if you don't change your mindset will your life be like this forever so let me say it again if i don't change what i'm doing today can i live with all that i have if the answer is, no, nah, not really, mm, maybe not, I could get better than you. Well, let me say that again. You have to do something to change that. See, you're not your mind. Your mind is actually part of the whole of you. See, your mind, I, I think, I think of it this way. Your Your mind actually should be a servant and not the master of you, right? Mind is a good servant. But it's a cruel master. Say <laughs> it again. I mean, it's it's a it is a clearly uh, set out deal. Your mind is a very good servant. Have to give it directions. Otherwise, it's a cruel master. It'll take you round and round and round, and where it stops, oftentimes, no one knows. So I mean, it is safe to say that minding your matter matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, you know where you're going? Do you know why you're going there? And what is the spring training in your life looking like? What are you doing to be a better you? What are you doing to mind your mind? What are you doing on your pathway? of self-mastery, who are you teaching, who are you training, who are you assisting and being a role model for in your everyday life, in those key areas that are most important to you? What does that look like? I encourage you, if the answer is no, then get around some folks that can help you. Tune in next week with me and we'll, we'll continue this dialogue. It's lots of fun. It's inspiring. Hopefully, hopefully it gets you a little discontent. Be happy with what you have. Well, a little discontent while you're pursuing that which you seek and or want because there's some exciting times out there. Life is about what you you take. You take action on. We talked a little bit about these results and actions. It's not results on results, right? It's It's actions that drove some results. And now... The question is, do we like those results? So you were born, and where you are today, your thinking, your doing, has gotten you exactly where you are today. Do you like where you are? Are you happy where you are? Are you content where you are? Or do you want just a little more? Are you seeking for that, that, inspiration, that little bug that says, you know what, I can do more, I am more, I will be more. And those are the questions that once are answered, then we know you're living your life. Now we know that you're actually acting and behaving like the rookie called up for the minor leagues trying to make the squad. And when we do that, whoo, man, oh, man, that life's worth living, right? And your business is worth owning and or your career worth having. It's exciting times. It's exciting times out there in your life and in your world if you allow it to be your world and your life because it's truly up to you to make it happen. I'll give you something to resonate on Because until your number one priority in life is done Until that number one priority is done Everything else And I do mean everything else Is a distraction I mean it's a distraction So get that number one thing done Because when that number one thing is done Then life Gets a little easier If you know what I mean a little easier, a lot easier, you Can have a lot more fun. This Crouch Man is saying, make it a great day, make it a wonderful life, because all these things are truly up to you, it's not the outside factors, be in play. It's all about how you cast your sail, and how you do what you do with the environment that we currently have. I'm certain that you'll make the right decisions. You're going to have the right models in place. And you're going to have lots of fun while you do it. So I encourage you, go make it happen. It's truly up to you. Make it a great one.